Grab your popcorn, grab your decapitated head, get your butter, get your bag of blood. This is the 2022 edition of the 31 Days of Dread, where Peter A. DeLuca, a.k.a. Pad, your boy here, the film buff, does one horror movie a day. And that's me talking. I'm your host. I'm not a vampire. I'm not. I'm, I'm almost a zombie because I've just been doing nothing but watching these movies so I can discuss them all with you. But here it is, the 31 Days of Dread. Everyone, I am so excited to bring you these movies. We're, we're doing modern-day horror for the first time ever. We're, we're barely even going to hit 2021. We're going to focus on 2022. So roll over in that coffin and let's go. Lock and key, a.k.a. Powders. There may not have been uh, for like the, the longest stretch. Uh Dating back to my younger days when I you know, first started reading comics and discovering movies and spending really all my time at the, the local bookstores in Jersey, Barnes & Noble, uh, you know, Walden Books, it, it goes on and on. But Lock and Key, the point I'm getting at, and, and welcome, welcome to the show aka Patters. I'm all over the place, but the point I'm getting at is I heard about Lock and Key for far too long before experiencing Lock and Key. Luckily, uh, a lot of the commentary around Lock and Key is, even now, even as I record this, for the 2022 installment of the 31 Days of Dread, is a mystery to me. And I think that's a benefit because we often comment, we often take a position that the internet really destroys things. The internet gives us uh, false impressions, false hope, uh, really bad expectations. The constant uh, analysis and news cycle of anything, especially pop, uh, pop culture, it destroys it. And it, it happens relatively fast. I mean, I'm not joking. We just saw it with Black Adam and we literally saw it in a two-day arc, not even a three-day arc. For Wakanda Forever, where the opinions crashed down, and all of a sudden, yeah, you know, like a like a three hundred million dollar movie, it's just not good enough. It just doesn't do it. And yeah, you know, there 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 might be some some truth to the criticism of why and how it's disappointing, but the merit of the work uh, never comes up. And I'm getting to Lock and Key because Lock and Key is brought to us again by Joe Hill. This is the son of Stephen King. He goes by the name of Joe Hill because he doesn't want to have um, a career through his father's name. And that's uh, pun intended. Uh, intended. That is horrifically difficult when, when uh, you're a horror author and your dad is arguably the greatest horror author of all time if you talk to me he's number two next to Clyde Barker we know how I feel about Clive Barker so lock and key what's the hook what's the plot what's the what's the big idea it's a key and we have locks and the keys have magical abilities now some of these keys work through doors some of them go into the bottom of your jaw. Some of them go into the back of your head. Some of them get in, uh, they get turned into your chest. Some of them are used in floors. Some of them are used in cabinets. You get the idea. So 
these are magical keys that unlock magical things. Now, the baseline logic of any any hook like this, you know, like Lord of the Rings, one ring to rule them all. That's the one ring to rule them all is the 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 process thought through. Now, I can't speak of the lock and key comic book series, and, and keep in mind that this is from a the comic book series, uh, 30, uh, 37, 38 issues published by IDW, uh, came came from the ground up, came from nothing, built up a lot of steam, you know, pretty much like the old-fashioned word-of-mouth way. But we, the logic is, you say to yourself, why don't they make a key that controls all the keys? Why aren't they making key to create keys? Why, you know, it's 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 Aladdin, you know, like Ixnay on the wishing for more wishes. This is a uh, it's a fallacy within the chain of thought in lock and key. It's it's um, but here's the thing. This show is nothing but fun. It dabbles in horror. Uh, the the baseline for the show is horror. It is H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, I found out later, I think the first um, collection of comic book issues, uh, which is now people would say is a graphic novel, is Welcome to Lovecraft. Uh, perfect, like perfect title for that initial arc. But the real core of this is a family, a lost father, uh, a father's secret slash dark past, and how these keys and the way that the they discovered, yeah, this is part of the mystery of the show. Uh, they discovered how to make the keys. They experimented on using them. They thought they could control it. It, it came back to haunt them, right? Like, it, this is hard. But we have a family, and the real selling point of this show, again, everything runs through horror. Uh, a little bit of the theme of this 2022, 31 Days of Dread. Connor Jessup. He plays Tyler Locke. Uh, oh, by the way, the, the family's name is Locke. So, you know, pun intended with that. You know, like, uh, that that's just like an ironic tattoo uh, waiting to, to get tatted on, on someone 20 years from now when they rediscover the show. You know, when Lock and Key has its resurgence, it's a, it's vintage, it's a repraisal, we'll call it. Amelia Jones, that's the daughter of the Locke family. Jackson Robert Scott, uh, a firsty, firsty, firsty. He plays Bodie Locke. And then we have someone, Haley Jones, Eden Hawkins. She's uh, the villain uh, of season two. She meets a fate. She dies. Her character, Haley, Haley Jones, is the absolute best part of the show. And that's the point I'm getting at. Everyone I just named, Connor Jessup, Amelia Jones, Jackson Robert Scott, these people put the character so well on screen. You just, you, you enjoy watching them. You enjoy the contrite, played out, we know is coming plots. We enjoy the dumb decision making of these characters. We enjoy the illogical leaps of some of the, some of the plot points because the characters are there. Now, a lot of people, like, I'm kind of against commenting on acting. People say, uh, this person's great in this movie. This person's bad. You know, like, maybe. I don't know. I just know when I see a character and the character is fully formed on screen. 
everyone I just named understands the excitement. Griffin Gluck plays Gabe. He's also the villain of season two. Awesome. You didn't want to see him and Haley Jones go, but they go. They go, they die. The demon that uh, uh, possesses them comes back. The reincarnates, we'll call it. So Lock and Key is three episodes, uh, three seasons. Uh, sorry, three. It's about 30 episodes between three seasons available on Netflix. The idea and what is Lock and Key had no major advertising campaign. It caught on because it's fun and it's good. It caught on because it's horror in a very undercover way. I mean, we're told it's horror, but the ideas and the psychology within Lock and Key are it's hard. It's horrific. It's a family. The family struggles. The family has highs and lows. The families have a past. They have to rediscover their father. They have to learn things about their father. They have to learn to love their father again. This is everything you want in a long, like long form storytelling, like a long arc. The only thing you didn't get at the, uh, or I didn't get at the end of this series is there's no good gotcha that the uh, that the evil still exists, that the keys are still out there, that, uh, you know, we're like, we're not done yet. That's my only knock. But lock and key for, you know, it's, um, you know, I'll say like some of the, the, the vanilla aspects of this show. And it's consumable. It's, it's, it's three seasons, 10 episodes a season. Uh, it, it takes a couple, you know, it might take a couple weeks to get through it, but it's it's satisfying. There's a great art, great characters, amazing concept, and it has enough of those holes to, you know, like, it just makes you think, makes sure you scream out to the TV. I think it's fun. I think it's popcorn. I think when it comes to, uh, like, a broad horror idea, a lot, like, you know, like, I kind of lean towards the CW Roswell show way back in the day. Where, you know, like even Smallville, Smallville uh, was horror, was Monster of the Week, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like Buffy uh, Monster of the Week type stuff. Th this is it, and this is a ton of fun, and I really don't feel we're seeing the end of this franchise. I really feel like other creators are going to come along, they're going to fall in love with the idea of Lock and Key, they're, they're going to have access to the rights and, and you know, be able to streamline the production and, and have the right people on board. And, you know, we may see a more hardcore version, more hard, like, R horror for Lock and Key. Yeah, and it can even swing in the other way. Uh, we can go with the, the children's route. We can make this more teenage. We can put this on, like, Nickelodeon or make it Disney+. Plus and make it a little bit more available and make it more fun and make it more goofy and more zany. It's awesome, okay? This show, even visually, there, there's a key that makes you enter someone's head so you see the, you know, like a, a visual representation of their psychology. Really cool, really amazing stuff. I can't recommend Lock and Key enough. It's just fun. And sometimes we want fun. So there you go, everyone. 31 Days of Dread, we're sticking with Netflix. Uh, coming up is Incantation. Say it with me, Incantation. It's a Korean horror movie. Uh, found footage, first person perspective type stuff. But holy crap, holy crap, we gotta talk about it.
The future of film is horror, and thanks for uh, thanks for all of that, everyone. Thanks for hanging out with me. Getting back to uh, my, my, my point there. The future is horror. The future of cinema is horror. So everyone here, and I've never, ever, in, in all these years, I've never made this request. But everyone that we highlight, every single filmmaker, male, female, ghoul, goblin, you, got, you know the drill. But check them out. Find them on a streaming platform. I usually highlight how I watch these movies on which platform, even if I rented it or bought it, so you guys know a little bit of the price range. It's important that we support all of these movies and all of these filmmakers because they are the future. The future is horror. Thanks for hanging out.